Welcome back here to J. Tom Lawler Rink at Merrimack, where Merrimack leads 13th ranked Notre Dame by the score of 3-1 at the end of two periods. I'm Mike Macklin with John Leahy. This second intermission is brought to you by Merrimack Graduate Studies. At Merrimack, you can earn your master's degree in as little as one year. Choose from graduate programs in business, education, engineering, health sciences, criminology, and so much more. Visit merrimack.edu backslash graduate today for all the details. Well, Tom, before the game here, uh, up in the Blue Line Club, Darren Yopik is with us, former Merrimack assistant coach. And, uh, Darren, pretty good game here between a, a couple of clubs that have battled hard this weekend. Merrimack with a two-goal lead at the end of the second period, a good position to be in heading into the third period. Yeah, no question. You know, they're playing fast, they're playing hard, and two pretty good teams here, and they're battling, and it should be an interesting third period for sure. You are scouting with the Minnesota Wilds, so uh, getting a look at some players here tonight. Uh, you know, I'm sure you don't want to give away any secrets, but who, who does jump out at you? Uh, you know, there's a lot of guys out there. Obviously, Gustafson's a guy that's a big guy. He's been around for a while, and he, he plays a pretty solid 200-foot game. Uh, Kevasevich or whatever is a young guy coming into the league, and he's played a lot of minutes for Merrimack as a young guy, and that's hard to do at this level, and he's another guy to watch for sure. And obviously, uh, Notre, Notre Dame has several guys that have already been drafted and some good players. You know, Bjork's is a pretty special player and a local Bruin guy here. I think he'll be, he'll be playing pretty well for them in the near future, so keep an eye on those guys as well. I, I know, uh, you know, being with the Wild, you're, I'm sure you're watching some of the players. You mentioned you at the BCBU game last night. Uh, some of those play. How many players uh, did the Wild have that were in the junior tournament this year? A good number, right? Yeah, we had four guys, uh, three captains, the captain of Russia, captain of the U.S team and uh, the captain of Sweden so uh, we're happy with our guys we haven't had a lot of picks in the last few years um, but uh, we think we've done pretty well with the picks we've had and we have a few guys that think will make a difference in the next couple years well, going back to the time you were here, four years, right under Mark Dennehy, uh, really, really helped to set the stage, you know, build that team, that the 2011 team that, that had such a great record, uh, came within a goal or, or two of the uh, Hockey East Championship and made it to the NCAA tournament. Uh, uh, that, that was such a great team, you know, three or four lines deep and so on. Uh, the, the, you recruited a lot of the players on that team. Who were some of the guys on that team that, you know, that you had such a big hand in? Yeah, obviously Carl Stolery, uh, I know Jesse Todd, Chris Barton, uh, Albie O'Connell and myself helped out with Stefan DaCosta, you know, those kind of players. Joe Gnatto was a very good goalie for them. Yeah. Um, you know, we hit, we hit some good players, um, you know, and Mark's done a great job here, and I think they've got some good players here again, so hopefully the trend will turn around again. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you know, having been, you know, the guy who was really uh, one of the architects of getting them to that point, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and watching what they were able to do in that season in particular, and maybe even the fall year too, right, when they were, were number one in the country at one point. Uh, I mean, you know, what, what, what were your thoughts in, in watching that? It had to be pretty proud knowing that, you know, seeing that what you tried to build, were, you know, believed could be done, uh, you know, was paying off. Yeah, no question. There were some thin, thin years when I was here. I, I go back to our second year here. I think we had 36 goals in 32 games or something like that. It wasn't the most fun year I've ever been involved, but, um, you know, Mark's done a great job, and the whole school as a whole, and the athletic department's done a great job of building something special. You, you walk into the building now and it's a lot different than it was uh, back then and, and that's a credit to a lot of people you know Mark's worked hard he's been patient um, and like I said the, from the president all the way down to the athletic department they've done a really good job here and, and sell a bit of a dream for a while but it seems to be clicking right now and hopefully they can keep it going yeah I was going to say as somebody who you know spent many years recruiting right uh, you know how important uh, how much of a change do you think that the, the, the upgrading the facilities here what, how much of a difference did that make for uh, you know for Merrimack and Mark Denny to be able to bring in players that he wanted. Yeah, no question. You have to sell something. And, you know, Mer Merrimack's a good school. It's a small school, and that's something we sold when I was here. And 
and it's good to have the facilities. So you walk in the locker room, the locker room is second to none here. It's a beautiful facility now. And uh, those are important pieces. Kid, uh, players nowadays look to those kind of things. The first thing they do is look on the internet and see what kind of rink it is, what kind of campus, and those kind of things. And any every little bit helps. And like I said, they've done a good job from game operations to everything. It's a whole whole new environment here, and it's, it's a very positive thing to see. You played at Princeton, uh, graduated from there as well, you know, went on to coach, I you know, for a while. How, how much has the game changed over, you know, go, going back, I guess, to when you played? Uh, you played for Tukahoon, right, at, uh, at Princeton, you know, going back to that time and, you know, and looking the way the game is now. I mean, just from, you know, watching it, it seems like obviously defense, you know, the, the attention being paid to defense is, is really, you know, even that much more than it used to be. But what else is different in the game? I think the speed of the game, uh, everyone's so much faster now. Skating is such a premium right now. Uh, guys play so fast. There's just so little time, so little space because guys are on pucks right away. You watch today's game, any puck dumped in, there's two guys on the puck really hard right away. I think that's something that's changed. And guys are a little bit bigger and they're in better, better physical conditioning. Um, and I think guys block shots a lot more. It's really hard to get pucks to the net. Um, you know, you got one, two, maybe three, four guys blocking shots down in front of the lanes. It's, it's hard to get pucks through. A lot of times I just see them getting pucks behind the net now and working the offense from behind the goal line. I think that's something that's relatively new as well. Depth too, maybe. I mean, it, it wasn't that long ago that you'd see that in college, you know, teams were, you know, the fourth line. You wouldn't see that much of it. But now everybody's rolling four lines. Yeah, no question. I think that gets back to the speed of the game. I think you're, you have to go so fast and play so hard every single shift that I think if you roll two, maybe three lines, you guys are going to tire out in the third period. It might not be as good as you want it to be. So I think along the speed and the, and the energy of the game, so to speak, that depth is really important as well. How often do you get back to the area? You're based out of, uh, you know, British Columbia now, right? Yeah, you get back here, you know, a couple times a year depending on it. I have, this is my first game since I've left here. I've seen the rink, but yeah, I haven't seen a game here. Uh, but you get back, and depending on the year and where the players are, you, you go a little bit everywhere. We've got to cover everywhere from Finland, Sweden, Switzerland, all the way to British Columbia, so you go wherever the players are. Are you doing any coaching as well? Uh, no coaching anymore, just straight scouting, and uh, yeah, it's a little different for sure. You, you kind of miss the teaching part of it, um, but it, it's a different opportunity. It's a chance for you to stay local. Um, we love the area we live in, my family and I, and it's something where it's, it's a chance to stay where we are and work were you coaching with, uh, was it West Kelowna with uh, with uh, Brent Goff? Was he, was he there while you were? Correct, yeah. I, I brought Brent Goff out there. I used my assistant coach for, for one or two years there. I was there for three years and had this opportunity to co- uh, work in the NHL and took the opportunity. But it was a great time. We had a great, we had a great ownership group out in West Kelowna and uh, sent a few players out to Merrimax Way as well. And it was, it was really fun. I enjoyed that moment. Uh, you know, as a guy who I think, uh, you know, really had such, you know, tremendous success as an assistant coach, you know, both UMass and Merrimack, uh, you want to get back into the college? game someday maybe maybe as a head coach I'll never say never but uh, it's not my short term plans anyway but hockey's a weird game you, you never know where the next job is or not but I'm happy working for the Wild I'm happy doing what I'm doing and hopefully we keep doing that and hopefully win a cup there yeah, I know you're, you're very fondly remembered around here. What are some of the memories that you have, maybe some of the things that you look back on in your time here uh, as, as an assistant at Merrimack? Yeah, I think it's the people. It's a great great community, you know, and obviously, like I said, we were in some downtimes early on there, but everyone stuck together. It was a very good community, and it, it's proud to help Mark build this, and Mark's done a great job here, and uh, I'm proud to be part of that for sure. Yeah, do you look around, you know, you mentioned you hadn't been here. Was it the first time you'd actually been in the building, uh, you know, for, for a while, and, and how many of the changes, because it took a few years, 
years to get that done. But uh, uh, you know, I imagine that it has been a pretty, uh, pretty big change from when you were here. Yeah, no question. I did get a chance to come here just when the rink first opened, but I didn't see a game, so I had a chance to see the weight room and all that, which is pretty great, great to see. And uh, but it's really nice to see a game here. And um, like I said, they've done a great job, and I know the changes are going to continue, and it's going to get better and better every year. I think. Well, Darren, yes, it's a big role as we mentioned in getting that team uh, to the NCAA tournament. Even though you might not have been on the staff that year, you know you brought so many of the players here, helped help to get them ready, and so on. So uh, we wish you the best of luck. Good to see you again. Hopefully, uh, we'll get to see you again soon. Thank you very much for your time. All right, Darren Yopik, been our guest here, former Merrimack assistant coach, now scout with the Minnesota Wild. Our score at the end of the second period is Merrimack three and Notre Dame one. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.